0: welcome, welcome, welcome back to y'all's favorite podcast, Tea with Jesus. No, I'm kidding. No, but for real, welcome back friends and family and whoever listens to me because we're all family in the name of Jesus. But welcome back, y'all. I missed y'all, man. I wanted to drop my episode yesterday, but the Holy Spirit was telling me, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Nope, nope, nope. Because what I was going to do my episode on yesterday is not what I was, what I'm doing today. So, Anywho, without further ado, I just wanted to, you know, give a quick shout out to God because he's been very, very great to me throughout my whole life. But this last week, he's been doing his big one in the spiritual realm for me. You know, he's been speaking to me very profoundly and just been blessing my soul. Like he's really been blessing my soul. So um, yeah, I want to go ahead and give him a shout out publicly. But anyways, um, you know this episode, I'm gonna try to be as professional as I can be. make sure it's all nice and you know no stuttering, none of that. so bear with me, <laughs> but for real, uh, I just wanted to say that you all have been reaching out to me with so many encouraging words, so many uh testimonies of your own. I've got messages from people I don't really talk to, and some people that I don't even know, so um. I'm very grateful that you all have been responsive or receiving the word that God's been putting in my heart and it just keeps trust me it's not without vain y'all's encouragement is keeping me going. I feel like we're family now. Like I'm at first I was a little nervous when I was talking to y'all, you know, making me blush, making me a little shy. Now I feel like okay, this is my family. There's people that's listening. I can I can be me and you know I'm always going to be me. But I can let go and just let God for real. And, yeah, I might sound like I'm out of breath half the time, but that's just how I talk because I talk real fast. I'm a little country, so, you know, that's all that is. And I'm a little on the heavier side, so. (laughs) No, let me stop playing. But for real, though, like, if I sound like I'm out of breath, I promise y'all I can breathe. It's just the way I talk sometimes. So bear with me. Um... This podcast is not going to be super filtered, super edited. If you are looking for edited podcasts or edit or content per se, subscribe to another channel, go listen to another podcast with all due respect. That's just not what I'm doing over here. Not just because I'm not good at it for real, (laughs) but also I want it to be as authentic as possible because there's so many things that are edited in life and the Holy Spirit doesn't edit. You know what I mean? Like he, he's just there. He's raw. He's unfiltered and he's, that he's just there so why am I gonna filter out what um you know is being spoken to me like even if it doesn't I might sound like Bigfoot while I'm sitting here breathing hard but it is what it is it's your spirit's either gonna receive the word or it's not and if it don't I mean if you don't then God bless and if you do God bless so yeah that's it that's all that's my intro right there um I think I already said this, but my first, I mean, what I first intended to do was to put out a new episode on Monday, as I said, in the end of the previous video, I mean, the previous episode, I was gonna put out a new episode on Monday. However, the Holy Spirit told me not to, like, I was just getting not not put out episode vibes from him (laughs) so I didn't but today after I got the shower I was kind of praying and watching the video and reading like it was just like a combination of things I was doing at one time and he spoke to me this word so I'm putting out this word and I'm gonna let him lead. like I usually I have my little bullet talking points to kind of keep me focused because you know I can get off track sometimes but today all I have together is the scripture in my spirit that's all i came with today so be prepared to be blessed because i know if i can't prepare myself the lord is really gonna be speaking he's always speaking but today he really gonna be speaking through me so i'm gonna let i'm gonna let go and i'm gonna trust him but um yeah at the end of the episode i have to go over a few things and i have a few questions for y'all and i want y'all to reach out to me whether it's on instagram tiktok um snapchat message iMessage, Messenger, however we we communicate, or if we don't know each other, then find a way to communicate with me because I have multiple platforms that you can reach me on. Or even on this platform, Spotify specifically, you can leave a comment and I'll look at it. So um, yeah, I'll go over that towards the end. I'm gonna go ahead and get into prayer. And then we'll start our word for the the evening it's now evening so if you listen tonight it's evening and if you listen in the day it's day so whatever time you listen listening, we'll get into the word okay close your head i mean cl- <laughs> close your head and bow your eyes y'all i'm ridiculous bow your heads and close your eyes and let's get into this prayer heavenly father we just come to you with an open heart lord we come to you with a cheerful heart, Lord Jesus, because you've just been so great to us, Lord, beyond what we deserve, Father. God, we just thank you for getting us through this last week, Lord Jesus. God, we thank you for the covering that you've sent over us, Lord Jesus, that we've been able to be safe no matter what's formed against us, God. We thank you for the battles that you fight that we don't even see on a daily basis, Father. We thank you that you forgive us for our um, our trespasses, Lord Jesus. You forgive us for the things that we do that is against your kingdom, Father. God, we ask that you just continue to send your covering over us, Lord Jesus. We thank you for the God that you have been in our lives, for showing up and showing out in our lives, Lord Jesus. Even when it's hard, Lord Jesus, we just give you praise. We give you glory and honor, Lord Jesus, because you are worthy of it all. God, I ask that as we go into this new episode, Father, that you just open up my spirit to receive the word that you're placing in it, Father. God, I ask that I continue to be obedient in the spirit, Lord Jesus, that I walk in my obedience and my authority in who you've called me to be, Father. God, I thank you for your people, Lord, that whatever it is that you're dropping into my spirit, Lord Jesus, that their spirit is open to receive it, Father. That even if it convicts them, Lord Jesus, that they they feel convicted, but they redirect their lives to you, Lord Jesus. They That they submit Everything according to your calling and your will for their life, Lord Jesus. God, we just give you praise for it is already done, Lord Jesus. We give you glory and honor, Lord, because you are worthy of it all, Lord Jesus. You are worthy to be praised, Father. You are great, 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 great beyond what we can even articulate, Father, to us. Thank you, Jesus, for, you know, everything that you're doing in our lives, Father. Everything that you've done in our lives, Father. It is in your mighty son's name that we say amen without further ado, let's get into this word. So <clears throat> when i use my discernment with things um, in the past, I've had like questions. Like, oh, like, is this really, is this me or is this, is this God speaking? So today I'm going to stand strong in my authority and my discernment and my spirit. And I'm going to know it's God, you know, I ain't going to question. I'm going to know it's God. All right. So I think that the Holy Spirit, well, I know the Holy Spirit is telling me to read this scripture. So let's start there. Usually we do it at the end, but today I'm feeling that we need to do it now and he'll lead me from there. Alrighty. So this scripture says, for don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today, today's troubles are enough for today. Y'all, if that's not a word, I don't know what it is. I'm going to read it again. I'm going to read it again. (laughs) For don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's troubles are enough for today. Man, that's, I mean, that scripture is written in my heart. Because (laughs) as I've told y'all, I've gone through some things, you know, and through those things, it was very easy to give up because I was at a place of true, uh, what's it called? True sacrifice. Like I had nothing. Like I gave it all to God. You know what I mean? Or, and he really, he took it. He showed up and he was like, all right, you want to give your life? Okay. I got to do this. I got to clean this up. I got to clean that up. We got to get it all together. Little did I know that that meant I would be financially struggling that I would lose people that I loved and I thought loved me. And so when I read this scripture, when I, you know, hear this scripture, and my my spirit is filled with joy because that is God's way of telling us that yes it might be hard today. Yes today you might be thinking two years ahead, two weeks ahead, two days ahead. Like, okay, God, this is, if this is this, then how am I going to do that? And, you know, if whatever, if you're anything like how I am sometimes or how I was and how I'm trying not to be, excuse me, then that's you. You know, you wonder, for instance, say you lost your job. Say you lost your, um yeah, let's start with, let's start with that. Let's say you lost your job. And you got bills to pay. And you're like, okay, I know I have this bill to pay. I know I have to feed my kids. I know I have to, you know, pay this car note, whatever the case may be. But I lost this job. So Lord, I'm trying to, you know, find another job, but no one's getting back to me. So what do I do? Like, how does this, how does this happen? And how do I move out? Like, how do I get out of this situation? And the Holy Spirit is like telling you do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has its own troubles. Just focus on today. And you're like the audacity you're thinking to yourself, like the audacity of you to tell me, do not worry about tomorrow. But it says in the Bible that if a a man shall be lazy, they will not be rewarded. And we must work for, you know, things, blah, blah, blah. You know, so many things that go through my mind. So I can only imagine other people, you know, and, God's just like, no, my child, you don't understand. It's so many stories uh, in the Bible of how Jesus provided through the Holy Spirit, through his father. For instance, the bread, what, the bread and the fish fed 5,000 people. Don't quote me. I believe it's 5,000, but it should not have been able to feed that amount of people. But because he blessed it through the Father, it was able to provide for those people and some. Whew, Jesus, I felt the Holy Spirit just come over me in that moment. I'm getting emotional, y'all. Hold on. Give me a second. What we don't understand is, what we fail to comprehend in our spirit, is that the the Father has dominion over everything. God is outside of time. God is outside of what man put on us. So if God says, do not worry, because tomorrow will bring its own troubles, he's telling you, I'm already there. Oh, Jesus, he's saying, my child, relax. Focus on what I'm doing in your life today. Because as of tomorrow, I'm already there. So why are you worrying about how you're going to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G? What is the point of surrendering your life to me if you're not even going to allow me to work in your life? You're not even going to allow me to be God in your life. Because you want to see the practical solution to your problem. But God says, "I am a miraculous God. I am a God of miracles. I am beyond practicalities. I'm beyond the the, uh, the comprehension of men." So when you put me in this bubble, Jesus, when you put me in this bubble of practicalities, you hinder yourself from receiving the miracles because now, because I'm a, a, a gentle God. I'm gonna set aside. I'm stand sideways. I'm stand sideways. I'm gonna move out the way. <laughs> I'm gonna move myself out the way and let you do what you think you can do until you're ready to receive my miracle, my blessing. Is anyone understanding what I'm saying? I hope you are. I hope you're receiving that because the Lord wants to do miracles in our lives, <laughs> and I'm not talking about financially all the time this this world is a is a world full of spiritual battles so when God is saying okay hold on help me Holy Spirit when the Lord tells me Nadia do not worry about how you're going to uh for y'all that don't know I got into a car accident so I've been having transportation issues and the Lord already confirmed to me you know what he was gonna bless me with, but in the meantime, I'm like, God, well, how am I gonna do this and how I'm gonna do that and what I'm gonna do? And da 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 da. He's like, My child, allow me to be the miracle worker in your life. Why are you worrying about what it's gonna look like, who it's gonna come from? Just know that I said it's coming, just thank me in advance, just praise me in advance because I told you. My daughter, I have released the word to you that it's coming. So stand strong in what I told you and thank me for what I'm doing in your future instead of worrying about how it's going to get done. That is why I am God. That is why I am the Alpha and the Omega because I know and I've already predestined your life. So why do you worry about what the future looks like when I'm here right now telling you it's Okay. Someone needs to receive that. I am telling you, things are already worked out in advance. But you're so focused on how it's gonna look. Because of your human mind, I wanna, I, God, well, if I don't, if I don't have a job, then how am I gonna provide for my kids? I, God said, I got it. I got it. Release it y'all we we stress ourselves out with this this lack of faith and trust this lack of trust and and it's sad because god's shown us before how he's done it and one thing about it (laughs) he's shown us through when i see other people get blessed around me i celebrate it because you know what that tells me that my god is still doing miracles I don't think, oh God, why them? Oh Lord, why you ain't doing it? You know I'm in this situation. Why you ain't? No, if if anything, God is showing you through their blessing. No, it's not your time, but I'm showing you. This is a testament of the works that I can do. I need somebody to say hallelujah because God shows us through the people around us but yet we're so comparison and focus on comparing our lives to people that we miss out on the testimonial profoundness of the people around us that we're connected to if for instance I'm gonna use this as an example say you know somebody right and they had cancer right and they were supposed to die. And, you know, the Lord said, no, you will be healed. They healed them. And now you're going through diabetes and you're like, God, I need to be healed. I need to be healed. But God healed this person with cancer. And you're looking at them like, God, why are you doing it for them? But you ain't doing it for me. God said, why are you focused on the why's I'm doing it instead of focusing on when I will do it for you because I have done it for you or thanking him for doing it for them a lot of things (laughs) hold on let me get back on track because i'm getting off track y'all hold on let me get it together because i feel the fire coming in me right now so i need to simmer down contain it Whoo, help me holy spirit help me okay back to what i was saying the lord released that word to us right in his in the bible And it often gets overlooked by its profoundness. But I'm like so sure of my future because of this word. And the Lord hasn't given me instruction to release my testimony on why I feel that way yet. So I'm not going to. But... I will tell you that when God says, Jesus, when God says, do not worry, when God says no, that tomorrow will bring its own troubles. So focus on the present. That is not a a slap in the face. That is not a, well, I got to worry about today. No, what he's saying is I already worked it out in your favor. But, do you trust me? Why do we continue to put stress on ourselves when we see over and over and over and over and over again the goodness of God? It's so saddening because we we say we trust him as Christians, right? We say we see miracles and you know we see signs and wonders being done, but when when we go through a little hardship. Mm, Jesus when we go through some things that don't feel too good our first our first reaction is why me? why Lord? how come you didn't? where were you at when? and God is like, how dare we do that to him? How dare we question him? How dare we throw those whys and how dare yous in his face when he's already worked it out? And first of all, a lot of times the things that God takes away from us is for our own good. How many of you know that? I can testify that being t- things taken away from things being taken away from you is a testament. It's a blessing. Because God is saying, oh, no, you're, you're mine. You're mine. So I got to clean these things off of you. The, the, the labels that people placed on you, I got to wipe those away. I got to strip that out of your mind and your heart. Because now I'm going to pour into you what you are to me, my identity that I gave you. Not the things of the world, but what I told you you were. Mm, Jesus. I'm drawing near to you. I'm pulling you closer to me. So now I got to wipe away those people who are trying to distract you from me, Jesus. And you're over there hurting because it feels like everyone's walking away from you. But little do you know, the Holy Spirit is trying to protect you from those things that you cannot quite see yet because you're not spiritually mature. But he's saying, my daughter, my son, draw near to me for I love you and I desire to know you closer and deeper and more intimately. But you're so focused on, oh, God, how dare they walk away from me? Oh, God, I'm hurting because this person left me. But God is saying, but I'm still here. But I am still here. Mm, Jesus. I don't know if y'all are getting that word, but I I pray to the Holy Spirit that you are. What you have to understand is that a lot of things that we go through is for it. It it is our blessing. You know what I mean? I am blessed. Thank you, God. It was not fun. No, I don't want to go through it again. But when I did go through, I was blessed when I was homeless, when I was sleeping in my car, when I didn't have when I was kicked out of a family member's house in the middle of the night, when people that was supposed to be there for me kicked me out back into my situation that I was in before I came to them. When people did me the way they did me, I'm blessed that God allowed me to go through that because what he showed me and it makes me so emotional because what God showed me is I am here. Without those things, I would never be this close to him. I would never be so close the way I am to God now. I would never and I desire to go closer to grow closer no, it was not fun. I would not sit here and lie to anyone that it was fun being homeless. I would, I would be a liar if I said that honestly. But what I enjoy, see, and that's another thing perspective. You have to change your perspective. And when I changed my perspective into the spiritual realm, I began to celebrate my struggle because I see that even though in this world, Hallelujah, Jesus, even though in this world I am suffering. Glory be to God. In the spiritual realm, I am being blessed. (laughs) Y'all don't even know what I just said just now. Even though in this world, I was homeless. In the spiritual realm, I had a home. I was sitting in mansions. I was being ascended into the heavens. My angels were walking beside me. Because I died to something that was trying to hold me. And I'm not saying that everyone has to go through homelessness or everyone has to be sexually assaulted or someone has to lose a parent. I'm not telling you that my testimony is the way to God. No, what I'm telling you is whatever that suffering is for you, whatever it is, whether that be you losing your cat, whether that be you stubbed your toe on the the corner of the bed. Whatever that suffering is for your life, give God glory and praise for that suffering. Ask him, God, okay, why, if you never allow any weapon to form against me prosper, then why are you allowing this situation to happen? It has to be for a reason what is I start asking God when you're in that moment of depression when you're in that moment of feeling defeated start asking God God why is it that you are allowing people to leave my life what is it that I have not yet seen or understood that you are trying to do in my life I guarantee you he'll reveal it to you but you got to be ready to receive it God might say okay um child of God whoever you might be I am removing these people out of your life because in this entire time you've been running to them whenever you have struggles instead of running to me and I desire to know you so deeply that I'm removing them so you have no choice but to run to me or he might be saying I'm removing these people from your life because I heard conversations that you did not hear how many of us have heard that saying before Or he might even be saying, I'm removing those people because you're walking through a season that you can't walk through it with them. It's not anything bad. It might feel that way. But when you understand it on a profound level, even though it might not feel good, you start to celebrate it because you understand the plans that God has for you is greater than what uh, emotion you might feel in the moment. Y'all... I ain't no pastor, I ain't no preacher, but this right here, this is a word, and it is not from me, it's from the Holy Spirit, I guarantee you, because I was not planning on talking about this, like, I, when I tell y'all, like, I prayed, I prayed, I was thinking, like, whatever, you know, God, what, what's the, what's the word today, what's the word, I know you telling me to do my, you know, podcast today, drop an episode, and I was supposed to do it earlier, but when I was supposed to do it, I had to join my, um, my prophetic class, So I knew it was something, you know, that he was trying to download in me. I just didn't know what, but that's besides the point. Just know that this word is very, very much for whoever's listening. And I hope you receive it. I hope you understand that it's out of love. But yeah, God will provide whatever that looks like for you. He will provide if Jesus had to die. If Jesus sacrificed his life for our sins, what makes you think you don't have to sacrifice? If this perfect man who loved and honored God his whole life without dishonoring him, we've dishonored God, all of us, in some shape or fashion, we have dishonored God. So if this man who lived for God, breathed for God, died for God, did not dishonor him, And he suffered. He was a servant. He helped people. He blessed people. What makes you think that you are exempt from it? I'm trying to understand that truthfully. What makes us think that if Jesus, I'm talking to all of us, not just y'all, I'm talking to myself too. Because there's been times where I've gotten selfish and I complain, but I have to check myself. Like, hold on. If Jesus died on the cross for something that I did, what makes me think that I don't even have to suffer for what I've done? And granted, we don't, but you if that makes sense, that makes sense. If it doesn't, then I don't know. But if Jesus died on the cross for something other people did, what makes you think that you don't have to sacrifice, that you don't have to endure some type of suffering? God never said that. And that's another thing. People be trying to lie on God. He never told us we would never endure suffering. If anything, he said quite the opposite. This earth, or while you're on this earth, you will endure suffering. It is when you go to heaven, That you will endure everlasting joy. Where you will have everlasting peace. Where you will not endure. Nothing will hurt anymore. Stop twisting and making up your own scriptures. Because I promise you God never told us that we wouldn't endure. If anything he said quite the opposite. Like I said I'm going to find the scripture and insert it into the, the comment section. But God never said oh When you give your life to me, everything's going to be perfect. No. In fact, those who are called, those who are chosen, if you're God's chosen one, baby, prepare for the suffering because you're going to endure a whole lot. But you got to be spiritually strong enough that that doesn't deter your faith, that that doesn't deter your trust in God. You have to understand and accept that this world is a stop for another stop this is just a stopping ground for where we're meant to be where we're going to be eternally where we're all aiming to be so what makes you think that you won't endure while you're in this little stopping ground this bus stop people are going to lie on you people are going to uh um try to steal from you. People are going to try to take away things um, from the accomplishments that you've made. People are going to try to tear you down every which way possible. People are going to steal from you. People are going to try to come after you. You're going to have all these attacks, but guess what? God is already ahead. And if I know that when I lay my head down on that pillow, God is already He's already fought, fought the battles of my next day. I shall wake up with joy, I shall wake up with peace in knowing that my God has gone before me and prepared, prepared a way for me. And instead of questioning, and complaining, I ought to rejoice to him and say, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for you have been so, so, so good to me. Thank you, Lord, that even when I question you, even when I, I try to um compare myself to other people and I try to ask God, why me? Why me? God, you tell me that you love me. You welcome me back with open arms. I keep seeing something in relations to this God I mean Jesus leaves the 99 for that one sheep that one lost sheep that is such a blessing to know that I am that that sheep I was once that sheep and I might still be once one day again and I'm thankful that nothing I could do or say could measure up to him. I'm thankful that even when I fall short of his glory and the goodness of him, he says, daughter, my daughter, Nadia, I adore you. You are precious to me. When we do things to other people that are even half as bad as what we've done to God, they are so unforgiving. They are so unforgiving. Yet we curse God. We, we, we rebel against him. He says, I love you. I forgive you. I adore you. Draw near to me for I desire to know you. I desire closeness. Jesus. I'm sorry, y'all. It's not a bad cry. I'm happy. I'm so happy to know that my father, my father is there for me. That when this person won't answer the phone and I'm going through hardship and I need to talk that I can talk to him and he will answer me. It might not always be in an audible way. You might have to pray and pray and pray. You might even have to fast. Fast. But he will answer you. He desires. God desires to know you deeper. That relationship that you're in, that you that you feel neglected and you feel like they don't hear you out and that they don't want to know anything about you. And you know, they always talk about themselves, or you don't feel like you're important. That relationship, whether it's a friendship or actual intimate relationship, God is saying. I desire to know you deeper. So while you're in that relationship, trying to look for what God is trying to give you in that person, you are missing out on so much, so much intimacy. We should all be striving to one day be able to hear from God so clearly that nothing could deter us from hearing from him. That we begin to see angels, that we begin to see the garden of eden like we we've were frolicking around in in the the spiritual realm i mean i desire to know him i desire to know him so deeply that i can feel my angels standing behind me cuz i know i have them but i can feel them and i can see them i'm telling y'all The Lord is pouring out so much upon his people and we have to trust him. We have to trust that he is really pouring out his blessing upon us. I'm no prophet. I'm not trying to speak prophetically. I'm just speaking from what is in my spirit. Okay, so let's just clear that up. I'm not trying to prophesy to nobody, not even close. I'm speaking from my spirit and what God has put in on my heart. So I just want y'all to understand that, you know, it's okay to go through those emotions and cry sometimes. It's okay to even get a little frustrated. God understands we're going to have human emotions, but what it's not okay to do is not trust God. It's not okay to not trust him. So you put your faith in him. You trust him. Even if you have to, every time you see something that gives you encouragement. Even if you have to write it down. Every scripture that gives you encouragement. Write it down. Put it across your wall in your room. Write it on your mirror. So write what he's done for you on in the past on your mirror. So that when you start feeling down. And the enemy tries to creep up and steal your faith. You look at it and you say. Ah not today Satan. You bind him in the mighty name of Jesus. You take those, those thoughts captive. And you throw them into the sea where they belong and you tell the the Lord that you thank him for what he's already done because he's done it before and he can do it again. You thank him for keeping you covered. You thank him for what he's doing in your life or what you have not seen being done in your life. You ever heard the saying fake it till you make it? Yeah, it's kind of similar to that. Not necessarily faking, but what I'm saying is it's similar in the sense of people, when they say I faked it till I made it, they kept telling themselves something. They kept doing something because of a vision that they had. Oh, I'm going to tell myself every day that I'm going to be famous and I'm going to do things to get me famous. So they faking as if they're famous. They're already acting. They're walking. They're walking as if they're famous, but in all actuality, they're, they're not even known in their city. And then one day, they're famous and they tell you, oh, like when they're doing interviews, oh, how did I get there? How did I oh I faked, I faked it till I made it? Listen to those words. I faked it until I made it. I faked it until I made it. Sometimes you gotta convince yourself I am free. I am free from every bondage of the enemy. Though that is true, and it's not fake. But sometimes our flesh doesn't allow us to feel this. You know what I mean? Sometimes, especially when we're newer believers, our flesh doesn't allow us to really feel what the spirit can feel. It's sensitive to so you tell yourself, it's already done in the spiritual realm, but tell yourself that I am free from bondage of generational curses. I am free from depression. I am free from anxiety. I am free from suicidal ideation. I am free from the spirit of lust. I am free from the spirit of addiction. Like you speak to those things out into existence, walking your authority as if it's already so because it's already done. Do y'all understand what I mean? I hope that made sense speak to speak it into existence because it already exists but it has to exist in the flesh you got to what everything that's in the spirit it's already like it's already happened like it's already there you know that's why people experience deja vu but that's a whole nother discussion things have already it's things have already come in the spiritual form it just has to manifest in the physical so when you speak that authority over your life, it's already so in the spiritual realm. When I say I declare and decree that my my family will be freed of addiction, when I say I declare and decree that my family will be a unity, when I say I declare and decree that my siblings will be raised up to be women and men of God, when I say I declare and decree that I will be a, a woman that, that speaks into the lives of people all across the nations, when I say I declare and decree that my finances will be blessed in the mighty name of jesus like those things when i'm speaking that it's already done it's already done it just has to manifest when when i speak over my life i am healed in the mighty name of jesus i am well in the mighty name of jesus i speak as if it's so because it is so in the spirit i just have to wait for it to manifest in the physical so real quickly Um, Before we close out in prayer, I just want to say that I know that some people have said things about like the time limit. I love doing like 30 minute episodes. I don't mind doing those. However, I go until God tells me to shut up. So... If it's an hour, if it's two hours, it's up to your discretion to listen, but I'm going to be obedient. So if God tells me to keep going, I'm going to keep talking. If he tells me to get up here for 10 minutes and speak or five minutes, one minute, that's what I'm going to do. So it's not going to be no scheduled program to where I have the same amount of time for each video. I'm sorry. If you're looking for that, find somewhere else to go. I mean, that with all love. <laughs> I don't mean that to be funny. I'm just saying like, I know, I know what I'm doing. I know what the Lord's doing through me. So if he tells me to speak for two seconds, that's what I'm gonna do. If he tells me to speak for two hours, that's what I'm gonna do. So whatever it is, you know, that the spirit is putting in me, that's what I'm gonna do. Anyways, um, let's go ahead and go into prayer and then I'll give a quick announcement at the end. Father God, we just come to you and we thank you for this word that you released to us, Lord, that it's going to help people, Lord Jesus, to stand on their faith, stand on the trust in you, Lord Jesus, that they will remember what you brought them through, Father, that when they go through these circumstances that aren't looking good, Father, that they remember your goodness, Father, that they will begin to shout and give you praise in the name of Jesus through the trials, through the tribulations, Father, because it's already made. You already made a way, Lord Jesus. It's already done, Lord Jesus, that you have brought them out of that pit lord jesus that there is light at that end of that the end of that tunnel father and we just thank you god because you're so good to us lord jesus that even when we question you god you continue to accept us back with open arms and love on us and give us peace and a sound mind father god i speak the spirit of peace over your people right now in the mighty name of jesus god i cast out the enemy in their minds right now in the mighty name of jesus that they will begin to trust you lord and stand strong on your your promise to them father that they know that you will do everything to work out all the situations that they've endured, Lord Jesus, that nothing has been in vain, Lord, but you will allow it to be a testament of your Your promise, Lord, and, and your Your miraculous works in us, Lord Jesus, and we give you praise, glory, and honor for making a way when there is no way, Father. I give you praise, glory, and honor, and I just ask that you continue to protect your people, cover them in the mighty name of Jesus. It is in your, your son's name that we say, amen. Oh, y'all, today was a great word. I'm grateful for this word. It blessed my spirit. I hope it blessed y'all's spirit. Um, I was supposed to be giving an announcement. Now I can't remember. Hold on. Give me a second. Um, y'all, oh, so I'm trying to, oh, excuse me. I'm trying to figure out whether or not I want to do a sc- subscriptions where you can subscribe for like a video. Um, honestly, I'm gonna pray about it because I don't want it to be like a thing that I start doing to profit. So, um, like profit, like benefit financially. So, um, I want to pray about it. And if the God, if the God, if the Lord tells me to do it, then I will, but I'm not going to do it until he says it. But if you would like to see like, uh, content with, me being in the picture not being being in the picture me recording like while I do the podcast please just let me know I would love to do that it's probably not going to end up being a subscription thing but um that's besides the point I honestly most likely won't even end up doing the subscription um part so disregard that honestly um but if you would like to see me record while I do the podcast and if have any questions that you want to ask me reach out to me about um anything honestly just let me know comment in the comment section or reach out to me via instagram tiktok facebook messenger or if you have my number then you're in luck because you can reach me easier so yeah but i am so grateful for this episode it has blessed me. I hope it blessed y'all. I love y'all so deeply. God loves you, most importantly. And y'all keep being great. Keep doing great things. Give yourself grace. You're only human. Um, God loves you. He adores you. And I will see you all on our next episode. Thank you for tuning in with D with Jesus. Remember I told y'all last time I was going to say with, and I did. I did it again. Thank you for tuning in on tea with jesus i don't know i gotta figure out my slogan but anyways god bless y'all i love y'all see you next time bye welcome back to your favorite podcast at least it better be your favorite say like, no nah, but for real. y'all It's been a blessed week so far. Well, so far as if we're not on the end of the week, at the end of the week. Anyways, it's been such a blessed week, and I'm so grateful to God for everything He's doing in my life. And I hope that He's just been blessing y'all as well. Anyways, um, my voice is kind of gone. It's like a little scratchy. So excuse me if I sound like Pop Smoke or Debo up here. It's just I've been praying a lot, so like my voice is, it's a little scratchy. It's just that simple. Um yeah, so bear with me. This message today is going to be very very deep. So, um I hope y'all are ready to receive it. Prepare your spirits. And of course, we're going to pray. Come on, I don't act crazy. You know we're going to pray. Even if your your spirit not prepared, we about to pray that's going to get prepared. Okay? All right. bow your heads, close your eyes. We taking this to the Father. Holy Spirit, we just come before you, Lord Jesus, and we just thank you, Father. We thank you for who you are in our lives, Lord. We thank you for the blessing that is being poured out upon us, Lord Jesus. God, we thank you for fighting our battles, Lord Jesus, seen and unseen, Father. God, we thank you for our senses, Lord. We thank you for our breath and our lungs, Lord Jesus. God, we give you so much glory for who you are, Lord Jesus, because you are worthy to be praised, Father. God, I just ask, Lord, that if there is anyone right now whose spirit is not prepared to receive this message, Lord, that we cast out any spirit of uh, offensiveness, any spirit of um pride lord anything that is against your will lord jesus we just cast it right now in the mighty name of jesus god we just speak life we speak um humility we speak abundance in the the people right now lord god every every son or daughter under the sound of my voice lord god i just ask that you just open up their spirit to what what i'm saying lord jesus open up their spiritual ears lord jesus that they begin to understand the way that you desire to know them lord the way that you see them lord jesus then The message that I'm receiving, the message that I'm giving, Lord, allow them to receive it. God, allow their spirit to receive it, Lord now we know that things are going to be changing in the atmosphere lord jesus and we know that after today lord nothing's going to be the same for them lord we're decreeing and declaring that this word is a manifestation of what you have for them in their lives and their future lord jesus god i thank you for their obedience god and their willingness to know you more god even if they have questions lord i thank you for their obedience to continue to listen to your word father continue to read, continue to pray, whatever it is that they're doing in their personal lives Lord, to know you deeper, Lord, you know what they're doing, Father. And I just thank you for their life, Lord. I thank you for who you're allowing them to become. And I thank you for my life and who you're allowing me to become, Jesus. It is in your, name, in your mighty son's name that we say amen. Whew. Y'all, today's message is going to be great. Um, It might sting a little bit. It might not be super, super pretty. Um, Just depends on where you're at. It depends on if it's, you know, convicting you. I don't know. Only you and God knew. But without further ado, we'll get into the message. So I feel like, or I know, a lot of people deal with jealousy. They deal with the spirit of jealousy and they deal with the spirit of comparison. And a lot of people allow that to be a um, hindrance in their life. So what do you mean, Nadia? Like, what do you mean you're trying to say I'm jealous? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying that there is a spirit in you that envies the people around you that are doing, in your eyes, better than you. But what you fail to understand is you have a, a blessing. You have a promise in the kingdom that can only be released if you focus on your relationship with God. And we talked in the last episode about getting to know God for yourself and, you know, really just getting personal with him and, you know, that relationship. And so today I felt in my spirit because I feel like a lot of times I've dealt with people who are very envious and very uh, intimidated by me. And um, I'm sure that there are people that are out there right now experiencing the same thing, or you happen to be one of the people who are jealous and intimidated of someone around you. However, I pray that this word delivers you from that. I pray that this word allows, it opens up, it unlocks something in your spirit to um, help you start praying against that. And I'm praying against it because it's not, it's not godly. And, you know, God desires to know us so deeply that there's nothing he wouldn't do for us. So comparing and competing, it just doesn't do you anything good, you know. But I wanted to read the scripture before I got too deep into the message. So I'm going to go ahead and read the scripture. It says, well, this is in James chapter four, verse two. It says, you want what you don't have. So you scheme and kill to go get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want. But because you don't ask for it, you have not what you want. I'm gonna read that again because I think I messed up. It says, (laughs) you want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you you don't ask God for it. (coughs) Excuse me, y'all. So sorry. So let's just kind of touch on that scripture. Let's start at the beginning. You want what you don't have. So you scheme and kill to get it. Okay, that's a lot to dissect. How many of us have heard the saying the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy? That is a common saying, whether you're a believer or not believer. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. You know, all he wants to do is kill, steal and destroy. When I read this scripture, it takes me to a place of that saying, Because the enemy doesn't have the spirit of God. He doesn't have the love of God in him. He doesn't have what what children, what people of God have in them. He does not have it. He desires it, but he knows he can't have it. So he's trying to get us to take it away from ourselves. He's trying to get us to be where he is. So, when you are around someone with an anointing, when you are around with someone with a calling, with a, call, a prophetic calling, with the apostle calling, whatever it is, whatever gift, whatever calling someone has in their life, and because you don't have that specifically, you rage war. You go. war in the spirit and in the flesh to deter them for their their calling and their blessing because you yourself don't have it all right i'm gonna read i'm gonna read a little further so we said you are jealous of what others have but you can't get it so you fight and wage war to take it away from them yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask god for it Mm, 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 mm. that's the word right there I don't even have to say much yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it there's so many people that I've dealt with that are you know intimidated by me are jealous of me and really are you know after me because of my calling and my anointing and I've come to the place of accepting that. But it it, it it makes me laugh because it's like I went through so much to even have this. In the physical realm. In the spiritual realm. I was beat up. You get me? I went through literal hell. And because you feel like you you're entitled to what I have. And because you don't have it, you go and come up against me. You wage war against me and the spirit and sometimes in the flesh. So you can get what you know you can't have. But if you want something and it's aligned with your will, I mean, God's will and your purpose, the purpose on your life he will bless you with what you ask for it's almost like the saying you have not because you ask not a closed mouth don't get fed there's so many worldly sayings that go with the scripture if we would just <laughs> if we would just begin to get close with the lord and build up a relationship with him, he will start to reveal your calling. And when you're walking in your calling, he will start to bless you with what you desire. He is not a God of selfishness. God is not stingy. He is not selfish. The only thing he's selfish with is his his kids. He don't want no one to have us. He wants us all to himself. Other than that, as far as blessings, God has an abundance of blessings for us. Yet, we're so focused on what our neighbor has, what our our brother has, what our pastor, whatever who it is, has that we miss out on our own blessing. We hinder ourselves because I don't want to focus on what I could do to receive the blessing. I'm going to focus on the fact that this person has it and I don't. A wise man told me today (laughs) because I was sharing a little bit about how people are always like mean to me and some people are just very nasty and I could do nothing wrong to them and they just treat me badly and he said and I've already been told this by other people all other wise people the reason why people don't like me is because of my anointing and it's so strong that it burns them to be around me. And he said, you've done nothing wrong. You've done nothing wrong. And as I was talking to this, this man today, I was telling him, I'm like, you know, I've just dealt with so many people, blah, blah, blah. And I had another person tell me, blah, blah, blah. And he said, yes, that's true. They're jealous. He said, when you're around people who are walking in their calling, they don't have a reason to be jealous of you. They don't have a reason to not celebrate you, and that sat in my spirit and it made sense. A lot of people are doing a lot of things and, and <laughs> a lot of people are doing a lot of things, but they're not doing what they're supposed to do let me what does that mean out let me what it, like what are you trying to say I'm elaborate for you. A lot of people have these these high tech jobs or they're nurses and they're, you know, doctors or scientists or engineers, but they're not operating in their calling. They're doing something, doing something great even, but they're not in their calling. So they're never, you are never going to be fulfilled. You are never going to feel filled up with life. Unless you're operating in the the, the light that God created you to live. You're never going to have. It's always going to be I want more. God could bless you with a mansion, Lamborghini, Mercedes, whatever you want. And that would still never be enough. Because it's not a matter of. It's not a matter of. Whether or not. Help me, Holy Spirit. It's not a matter of whether or not these things are good. Does that make sense? It's not a a a, a, a matter of whether these things are good or not. It's a matter of is this your calling? <sighs> Let me explain. You can have the Lamborghini, the Mercedes, the mansion, the all all the nice things, right? But your calling is to be working in a $15 an hour job with homeless people with a Toyota Camry and an apartment. And you're so focused on the treasures of this world Mm, Jesus, you're so focused on the treasures of this world that you go after something that was never meant to be yours in the spirit, I mean, in the the physical. And you're wondering why I'm not fulfilled. God, I have this, look look at celebrities. They get into this position, right? And they become drug addicts. Why do you think someone with millions and millions of dollars, access to the best healthcare out there, access to the best insurance, will want to do drugs and kill themselves. And when I say do drugs, I mean as an addict. Why would you become an addict? Why would you become suicidal if if that was the goal, if that was what everybody needed? If that was the end all be all, why would you not feel fulfilled? You know why? Because that was never their portion that God had for them. That was what they had for themselves. That is what they desire for themselves. And they took their life into their own hands and literally led themselves into damnation. You ever seen, home, have you ever talked to a homeless person before? They are some of the happiest people, most humble people most meek people that you can ever experience. Why do you think that is? If money and fame and mansions and fast cars was the, the, the end all be all, if that was the true goal that God intended for us, then why is it the complete opposite? I've seen more humble, happy, loving, you know, just wise, homeless people than I have famous people. It's so much that we don't understand because it's not a a physical, it's a spiritual battle. It's not a a matter of physical blessings, it's spiritual blessings. Granted, God will bless you from the amount of spiritual growth you've made in the physical as well as the spiritual. And I'm I'm not saying there's anything wrong with having nice things. But when that is your identity... You will always be empty. You will always run dry. Jesus said, when you drink from this well, when you drink from this cup, from this fountain, your cup will never run dry. You will have everlasting water. You will never thirst for more. Mm, Jesus, you will never thirst for more. Because I am the son of the Messiah. I mean, I am the Messiah, the son of the living God. And the only way that's going to make sense is if you get to know God, get to know him. I was talking to a friend today and we were, we were chatting a little bit and she told me, she said, you know, she had some revelation during reading and, you know, the spirit kind of brought out boldly to her that how do you know someone you don't, how do you trust someone you don't know? You know how many people have tell you to trust God, trust God, trust God, trust God. Oh, I trust God, trust God, trust God, I trust God. But they don't even know. They don't know him. You don't know him. You don't know his character. She broke down the definition of trust and the definition of, um, the definition of trust. Yeah. So when. When you trust someone, you're confident in their character. When you're confident, you know for a fact, like there's no, there's no room for disbelief in believing something. And when you trust God, that means you know his character. You know his character. That's relationship. It takes relationship to trust God you don't just trust god off of we, uh, uh, uh whatever like you trust him off of a relationship with him do you just trust random strangers when you walk down the street do you trust random people no she used that example so you don't just just trust anybody you trust people based off of getting to know them allowing their character to show to you come on y'all it's a lot easier than what we make it but back to that stuff I mean back to the 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 lesson because I feel like I'm the lesson back to the word because I feel like I'm getting off track it's just a lot going on for me right now but you have to stop comparing your life to other people you have to stop being envious of people uh, my prayer is that God delivers everyone under the sound of my voice that has a spirit of envy in them, that has a spirit of comparison in them. I bind those spirits right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I free you from those spirits in the mighty name of Jesus, because you will begin to walk in your authority. You will begin to walk in your calling. You will begin to stop looking at people and the, comparing their lives to your life and what God has for you. And you will confidently and boldly walk in who God's called you to be. Period, point blank. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. There will be no room for comparison because you are just too full of what God has for you. If we focus on the Lord and we focus on his plan for us and we stop having eyes for the the people around us and, and wanting to see what more we can get because of what they have, in a envious way i promise y'all will be a lot peaceful in this world a lot more peaceful we're not suffering from anything besides identity if the enemy the enemy is very intelligent he knows that if you know your identity in christ all are all bets are off for him because a lot happens when you know your identity in christ You don't tolerate the same things anymore. You don't hang around the same people anymore. You don't talk the same way. You don't walk the same way. He doesn't want you to get there. And you're allowing him to stop you from getting there. Stop. I'm saying that out of love. I've been there. I've been there. I believed the lies that people told me. I compared myself to people around me. I wh- I asked God, why me, Lord? Why me? Why couldn't I be the one to have a family that loved me? Why did I have to be the one being put out from people's houses? Why did I have to be the one homeless? Why couldn't I have that support? Why couldn't I? But I've had to understand. He allowed me to go through, through those things to build me up in my spirit. Now I have the authority to conquer anything, everything that comes up against me, not because of my own strength, but the the strength of the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit that lives within me. Start, start asking him, why not me? Why not me? We want our blessing, but we don't want to go through the suffering. I had to stop looking at people around me and asking, well, why did they get the dad that loved them? Why did they get the, the, the mom that didn't have addiction? Why did they get, stop. Stop. Because everything that was sent to kill me did not win. Everything that was sent to destroy me did not win. So instead of asking God, why didn't I? Why couldn't he? Why didn't she? I'm going to praise him. I'm going to rejoice because it could have been worse. Hallelujah, Jesus. Instead of asking him, God, why did my mom have to have an an addiction? I say, thank you, Lord. For allowing the spirit of addiction to skip me. Hallelujah, Jesus. I say thank you for allowing the spirit of addiction to skip me. Because... (laughs) I don't know, y'all, give me a second. I, 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 oh my gosh, it's like, it's a lot going on right now sorry we have to stop asking God why and start giving him praise for what he's done had I become an addict like my mom that 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 was my destiny that is what the enemy wanted for my life he wanted me to be addicted to anything possible He wanted me to not walk in my authority. He wanted me to kill myself. Instead of asking God, God, why did you allow me to go through depression? I need to say thank you, Lord, for not allowing depression to become my portion. Thank you, God, for bringing me out of the pits of hell where I was without you. Turn your your whys into thank yous. And I promise you, God will bless you tenfold he will bless you because you have a heart of gratefulness we need to be grateful and thank God for the things that we went through because there's something that was happening in the spirit that saved you that kept you and i'm not saying that it didn't hurt i'm not saying that it was easy i'm not saying that it's going to be a walk in the park when you when you when you have to actually walk through it no but when you understand the promise and the love of God, those things hurt, but God loves you. So that hurt begins to be rejoicing. I'm rejoicing in the pain. I'm shouting in the pain. I, I'm, I'm worshiping in the pain. Because in this suffering, I know God is fighting every battle. He is winning. He is receiving. the. He already has the victory. But I am receiving the victory from his win. Y'all, I love you so much. And that's why I'm giving you this this message. We have to stop comparing. We really have to stop being prideful and comparing. You never know who you're in the presence of. And I was me and my friend were talking about that today. You never know what you're in the presence of, who you're in the presence of. You can walk past someone... And because they don't look what you think they should look like, you walk past them and whole time that person was an angel. That person was an angel sent to give you a message or an angel sent to cover you. But you're so prideful that all you see is I'm better or I should have what this. And you just, it's just so much just, yo, we got to stop. We have to stop. We are physically killing ourselves with the spirit of comparison. Literally, people die from jealousy. That should tell you a lot. People die from jealousy, but it's because people don't understand that every single person has a calling. Every single person in the kingdom has a calling. If you belong to God, you have a purpose. So when you begin to understand that, you'll ask God, instead of saying why you don't have what Sarah Jakes over there has, you'll say, God, reveal to me what is in me from you. Reveal to me what you placed on my life. Reveal to me my calling. Reveal to me my purpose. Reveal to me my gifts. And I promise you, he will. You have to let him know. You have to stay consistent. It's just like going to the gym. You have to stay consistent. You can't do it some days and not do it the other. No, you have to stay consistent. When you're in a relationship with someone, you don't, you don't just be like, oh, okay, you know, we're married, but I ain't gonna call you today because I don't feel like talking. No, you're talking to them every day. You're 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 being intimate, like spiritually intimate with them every day. You let them know that they love, they that they are loved by you right at least you should so nothing it shouldn't be any different with god that is a relationship i tell people now i'm married to him me and him are uh, that's my husband god is my husband i'm in a relate. in my mind we go together real bad (laughs) you know what i'm saying and it's not like that like some of y'all might think sexually but Deliverance upon you, but anyways, you know it's it's intimacy. I desire to know him so deeply that I I couldn't even begin to, to fathom the amount of death me and God can get to, and we will get to, cause we're we're getting there now. But that's besides the point. It's not about me right now. It's about y'all. So I'm gonna get back um to the message. Yeah, I have one more scripture. It says. It's in um, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 2. It says, Pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Let me read that one more time. Pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Mm, that's a blessed scripture right there. Let's dissect it. Pride leads to disgrace. What does pride mean? I wish I could look up the definition of pride. Let me see. Give me a second. I'm gonna look up the definition of pride. Pride, a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievements the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired the team was bursting with pride after recording a sensational victory a second definition is consciousness of one's own dignity he swallowed his pride and asked for help okay I like that one better. Be especially proud of a particular quality or skill. She always prided herself on her ability to deal with a crisis. I'm going to go with the second one. Consciousness of of one's own dignity. Consciousness. When we're not afraid to be vulnerable, when we're not afraid to be transparent, that is a moment of humility. When you say, when you're in a room full of people and everyone's all tight-knit and like, you know, holding holding their head up like, yeah, I ain't, uh, you know, I ain't got nothing to share. I ain't got no, no problems and blah, blah, blah. But you step out and you say, well, you know, actually, financially, I'm going through a battle. And that's humility because you bring yourself to a place that normal people wouldn't do. Let's look up the definition of humility. Sorry, y'all. Hold on. Humility, a modest or low view of one's own importance. Mm. So that's the complete opposite of what pride is, right? Pride is literally constantly acknowledging yourself in a way that becomes condescending. And humility is very rarely speaking on your behalf. And it's not in a sense of, never not being confident and not supporting yourself it's in a way that for instance if I have a say I told you that I won the lottery instead of allowing me to say I won the lottery and allow me to be celebrated you have to say oh why I won the lottery three times last year well you know it's nothing wrong with saying that you won the lottery three times it's how you do it right? So I think that's a bad example, but I hope that makes sense. It's nothing, I don't want to give the wrong idea. It's nothing wrong with celebrating yourself, but in the need to celebrate around other people's accomplishments, that is when you become prideful because you don't want the attention to be off of you. You want, you want to feel important. So you make sure that something that you've accomplished is said in the moment of someone else's moment or just in general. When you realize that is actually better to not be the center of attention. The more spiritually that I grow, I'd rather not be the center of attention because I realize what's going on in the spirit. I already have enough, you know, stuff trying to come after me, but I don't need that extra, you nope, I'm good. <laughs> you know, I'd rather be the, the, take the back seat. Now I'm going to walk in my authority. Don't get it twisted, but I'm not trying to throw myself out there for attention. So we have to be careful in, in our attention-seeking behaviors and the things that we are um, prideful in. God cannot stand pride because with pride can't come correction. When you're too prideful, you don't want to be corrected. And a lot of times the things in people that correct us are things that we least suspect it. I feel like I just did a Dr. Seuss moment there. So all in all, I'm saying stop comparing yourself allow allow yourself to become so close with god that you don't even desire anything that anyone else around you has because you know what you have is from him and what you don't have is also from him oh this was a heavy one and i know i probably stepped on some toes but i can't say that i'd rather tell you now than for you to have to answer to God. So this message is going to be a little bit, you know, rocky to digest, because it might call out some stuff, but it's okay. I've been there. I've had to confess some things that I didn't want to confess. I've had to tell the Lord, you know, whatever spirit of envy that's in me, whatever spirit of comparison in me, I ask that you just uproot it in the mighty name of Jesus. I've had to do that. And it's okay. Okay. Because once God revealed to me my calling and I started walking and getting closer to him, you know, I might have been hurt by some other people, but I understood it. I knew that God was separating me from them. Ask God to separate you. Ask God to set you apart. You're going to have to start changing some things about what you usually do and how you usually respond. But once he reveals that calling, all things are off like you're you're ready. You don't care if it means you got to wake up at three o'clock every morning just to pray. God knows the desires in our hearts, Lord. I mean, friends, (laughs) we have to we have to just be obedient to him and we have to trust him. Stop questioning why things didn't happen the way you expected. Stop questioning why this person has this and you don't. I'm telling you, all I gave you all a clear example of my own life. Even down to me being sexually assaulted. I had every evidence, everything, and they found that person. I have witnesses. You would think, like, a common person with common knowledge would think this person would get convicted. Easy. But they didn't. And I had to trust God through that. And that first day was rough. The first week was rough. But now I'm at a place that I know that my God is a just God. And I forgive that person for uh, sexually taking advantage of me, for taking something from me. But my God restored that power. He gave me back my authority. I am trampling over the enemy and everything that comes with him. So even though in the physical, I might have lost that case, in the spiritual, Oh, I was redeemed. Justice was served. So as I walk through my days, I walk with the heart of forgiveness. I have to walk with the heart of uh, uh, true forgiveness. And it's not easy. I have my days. I tell you this. I'll be honest with you. Always. I have my days. I have my days where I cry. I even have my days where I'm angry, but I allow God to be my portion. I don't allow the world to be. And when God is your portion, when he is the cup that that flows into you, you'll never run dry. You'll never run dry. I promise you that. And as always, like I said, I'll be 100 percent transparent with y'all. So, you know. Just understand that what I'm saying is coming out of experience and out of love and something that someone taught me. I'm not just so wise in my own eyes or I I know or No, this is a message that someone has placed in me. This is things that I've learned from reading and, you know, just praying and stuff. I'm not special compared to nobody else. God loves us all the same. You know what I mean? So, oh, excuse me. Just know that. Know that know that God will unleash his wisdom upon you if you ask for it. Whatever it is that you went through, though, you know, whatever it is that you've asked God, why did I have to go through this? Why did you allow this? I'm I'm encouraging you. I'm encouraging you to start turning those whys into thank yous. Start crying and praising him. Start worshiping him for those things that you went through. Thank you for healing, Lord. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for restoration. Thank you for obedience. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Thank you for financial increase to God. Thank you. Thank him in advance, y'all. I'm telling you, thank him in advance. You speak those things as if they are so I told y'all this last time. You have to speak in your authority. And let let the world know what's coming. Mm, 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 mm. Give me a second y'all. Everything. That is meant for your life. Will enter into your life. If. You are in obedience with the spirit. If you are walking alongside God in, in that relationship and being faithful to him, you will reap the blessings of your faithfulness. However, if you are lukewarm and only come around for convenience and only dipple and dabble whenever you feel like it when things are getting just a little too rocky, you won't reap the full benefits of the kingdom. But don't get mad when you see someone around you reaping that. I will tell y'all this. It is through my suffering that God has blessed me. So when God does what he's doing in my life and I come out and you see something, you see me doing this and you see me doing that or whatever the case, don't look and be envious. Instead, focus on your relationship with him. Because I promise you, you're not going to get anywhere from comparing your life to mine, and I would not compare my life to yours. When you see people around you get blessed, thank God for keeping them through the storm, because you don't know what they had to endure to get to where they are. So instead of saying, "Oh, well, I don't think this and no no, well, how come they got this and I shoulda did whatever," like no. Say, thank you, Lord, for keeping your daughter, your son through the storm. Thank you, God, for fighting the battles for them. Thank you for allowing them to reap the benefits of the the storm and the suffering they had to endure. Say that. Just watch how God bless you when you change your language, when you change your perspective. We have to be one. We cannot be divided. The body of Christ is one. It is not amputated into different parts. I hope that word blessed somebody today. I'm going to go ahead and go into prayer and then I'll end with my closing statement. <laughs> closing statement. Anything I have to say after that. Oh, Father God, we just thank you for this word, Lord. We thank you that it's changing lives, Lord Jesus, God, that the chains are being broken right now in the spirit, Lord, that the strongholds of envy, the strongholds of addiction, the strongholds of comparison, the strongholds of depression, the strongholds of anxiety are being casted away right now in the mighty name of Jesus. God is being broken right now in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I decree and declare your peace be poured out upon your people, Lord, that they begin to become closer to you, Lord, that begin to accept the portion that you have for them, Lord Jesus, God, that they stop looking at the lives of other people and asking you why, Lord, but start giving you thanks, Lord, for the things that you've done in their life, Lord. God, we we decree and declare that the blessing is being poured upon them right now, Lord, that whatever it is that you're doing in their life, God, the calling that they, that they have on their life, Lord Jesus, Lord, we just decree and declare that they'll begin to draw near to you, to have that calling revealed to them, Lord. God, we thank you for the, the blessing um, that they'll be able to pour out to your the people that they interact with, Lord Jesus. God, I just thank you for them. I thank you for them, God. I thank you for them, Lord. I give you glory and honor for their lives, God. I celebrate your people right now, Lord. God, I give you glory and honor for keeping them through the storm. God, whatever silent battles that they have fought, God, we thank you, Father, that you have fought those battles for them in the spirit, Lord. And you're allowing them to reap the blessing, Lord, for their suffering, Jesus. God, I thank you for your people, Lord. I thank you for keeping them, Father. I thank you for loving them, Jesus. It is in your mighty son's name that we say amen y'all just celebrate people it's nothing wrong with celebrating people it is okay to celebrate someone even if you're suffering it is okay to celebrate someone even when you don't know how you're going to reap your blessing i love y'all so much um god may god just continue to bless y'all and may you continue to grow in the spirit I don't think I have many announcements. Y'all know I'll put the scriptures in the um, little caption. I do have a song I want to share with y'all, so I'll also put that in the caption. Other than that, I will see y'all in the next episode of Tea with Jesus. Thank you for tuning in. I love y'all so much. Y'all be blessed. Be saved. I mean, be saved. Y'all, help me. I need to pray for actual uh, literacy. Anyways, I love y'all so much, and I know that y'all are really um tuning in those those that are tuning in y'all are really tuning in you know you're not just tuning in just to be tuning in you're actually learning and growing spiritually, and y'all are helping me grow just by you know my prayers and just stuff like that, like y'all are helping me get outside my comfort zone and do things that I wouldn't normally do, so just trust that everything happens for a reason and that God loves you and that I love you. So, yeah, Um, I will see y'all on our next episode of Tea with Jesus. Bye.